Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Um, recently, uh, I've been uh, talking on here a lot about, uh, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, we're unprepared. We are unprepared uh, for what's coming. Uh, if if the data, if what the data suggests is true, then we are, you know, unprepared, unless there's something that the military has secretly developed uh, and is not sharing that with the rest of the world. Um. Anyway, as many of you know, I've been in contact recently with a um, former uh, electrical engineer who worked for various government agencies and uh, defense contractors, uh, a person also including NASA. And this person who uh, wishes to remain anonymous uh, uh, is who and is now retired uh, is, has been re- uh, sending me uh, emails and. Uh, and what's with some of his thoughts about this whole uh situation and and his fears of of what lies in the future uh, this person believes that uh what we're seeing is a colonization effort and that's what's been going on for all these decades uh particularly since 1947 when it seems like these things showed up in force these craft and you know have been flying around almost like a show of force uh and this person believes that uh, it's time for the uh, United States government, particularly, and other governments of the world, to uh, basically uh, end this uh, conspiracy to keep this hush hush. Um, and it's and I, I actually, what's going on, as we all know, is that the government is becoming more or less uh, forthwith forthcoming about. Uh, uh, about these things i mean they they are they're admitting now uh, over the past uh, five years that yeah there are things out there we can't explain and mo- more recently there was uh uh you know it was the the government actually acknowledged uh there was the pentagon officials and actually acknowledged that there's um transmedium objects uh meaning that there are objects that could fly in and out of water um, and now this, this has been, that's something that's been talked about for decades. I mean, there's, there's people that have seen these things in the early, in the late forties, excuse me, uh, coming out of the, uh, out of water, you know, out of the ocean, in and out of the ocean, but it's never been, a, it's not been acknowledged by the government. It's always been covered up, uh, you know, or, you know, give you know, or mistaken, you know, it was a mistake. It was a misidentification or whatever. But uh, the government has never really admitted, but admitted that. But now they're actually saying there's you know transmedium objects, and uh, as we know, uh, there are also uh, these things. Uh, also, are very interested apparently in military operations. They're interested in 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 our in the air force, in the navy, in in our nuclear weapon silos, and also in our nuclear bombers. Uh, and I won't get into that. Uh, uh, briefly, I want to I want to uh, first talk about what this not uh, my anonymous source, who was a uh, electrical engineer at NASA, has to say about this. And uh, th- this person is actually uh, developing. He uh, he says a, a a certain things that he thinks could be used to fight off these things uh, should should something ever happen, including a, a psychotronic blocking device and a high powered shoulder fired laser rifle um and basically i guess with the psychotronic device i mean i mean let's face it i mean if these things can control us some in, in in ways i mean basically if you look at what happens to alien abductees um you know somehow they're they're controlled you know and and they're made to forget 
you know, incidents and, you know, the abductions experiences. And the only way that they uh, could uh, recover these memories is through hypnosis. So these beings have some way of, uh, you know, controlling humans and, and making them forget. You know, there's people who experience lost time on a regular basis. So, you know, and they don't know what happened. Like, they could be driving in your car somewhere, and, and next thing you know, you lost two hours. Like, what the hell just happened? You don't remember because, you know. So this person here is actually this former electric, electric, electrical engineer is, is stating here that he's actually developing, you know, a psychotronic blocking device. Now, this would be something I'm sure that would be a lot more uh, uh, complicated than your regular just tinfoil hat. Of course, that's, you know, become a, a joke and in, uh, in the you know point it toward the ufo community that you know if you believe in this stuff you you know you know you're you're you wear a tinfoil hat but this is this is not that you know it's actually according this person actually really believes that this is a serious situation and and that these beings apparently do have uh, a means of controlling humans and so uh what is suggested here is uh that he's developing something um you know, in his spare time. But anyway, I want to read, uh, this is a, a basically a combination of a couple of email messages, and I just want to read this statement that uh, was, pro- these, a combination of statements that was provided to me. He, he wrote, History teaches us that whenever an explorer finds a favorable location, they report it back to their home base, and many more of their species usually follow. When Columbus arrived on the shores of North America, his small party had very little impact on Native American life. Yet within a century, many thousands of Europeans had arrived, and it marked a sudden and harsh end to Native American control of the continent. Colonists always migrate to benefit themselves, and the desires and needs of any inferior culture they may encounter are pushed aside without the slightest regard. It seems very probable that a much greater number of these creatures will soon be arriving, and in this case they are not only capable of easily easily assuming totally total control of the planet, but they also happen to be a very dangerous type of creature that feeds on blood, and there is absolutely nothing we will, we will be able to do about it. If I'm right, time is running out, and as much as it might cause some panic, we should really open this up to the general scientific community. Open the books and let's see what new people with a fresh view can do. One thing I think is absolutely essential if we're ever going to have any transparency is to get rid of compartmentalized special access programs and the associated off-books black money. That's a recipe for a deep state authoritarian organization that's unaccountable to anyone and has no oversight. If the military is unable to handle things, it could come down to a citizen's resistance and we should at least give them the means they would need. I've been working on a design for a psychotronic blocking device and a high-powered shoulder-fired laser rifle. The problem is the availability of components, which is why I recommended earlier that we need to produce those sort of high-tech items right here in the United States. As a retired defense industry engineer, I still just can't stop thinking about this issue. So... There you have it. You have you have the, the, this person's concerns. Uh, uh, somebody who uh, who is uh, actually very smart. Somebody who has uh, worked for uh, many different agencies and contractors over the years, and uh, who's retired now, and 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 believes that something is going going to happen at some point in the future, and uh, and that's where we're heading with with this. Now, as as 
crazy as that might seem to a lot of people out there in fact i mean me sitting here right now saying this is all of this sounds crazy it really does it sounds like we're all used to the way life is and it it doesn't seem like anything's ever going to happen but you got to ask yourself this question why are these things here why are people seeing these things on a regular basis why is that why are they playing uh why why are they hovering over military bases and 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 why are they interested in our nuclear weapons and uh you know why are they abducting people what's with this hybridization program why are they, why are our cattle getting mutilated mysteriously by, by and having their blood completely drained when you put all this stuff, stuff together what I, what what I'm stating right now it might you know it doesn't seem crazy you know when you re- i mean there's actual proof there's cattle all all the time constantly hundreds thousands how who who knows how much how many ca- cattle mutilations there have been over over the over the decades since at least the 60s right uh these animals you know laser precision cuts on them blood's gone okay so uh, and then you hear what an alien abductees say these things are like insects i mean so you add everything together and then you talk about the uh, uh the, the military encounters over the years i mean we you know what's going on here and uh and then every now and then you have the big giant craft showing up you know and what's that is that is that the arrival of of uh of of new uh uh, alien denizens of earth uh you know are, are, are we are they building up their their population and they're all hiding under the ocean right now or and at some point when they're when they're ready they're gonna you know take the mask off i don't know and, and what's with all these hybrids i mean what's the purpose of that i mean there's a lot we've talked about this before but anyway i just want to go over another thing here with regard to this this just show you that you know this is something that's real and and you know and and this goes to prove that you know the government lies about these things and then now as time goes on you know now we're almost uh well over 50 years later we're uh 53 years later well uh, close to 54 years later since this incident i'm going to talk about here happened you know now the government's singing a different tune so you, you make up your own mind now here was an article recently from the sun um and, and it was about a ufo that uh you know buzzed the united states nuclear bomber at hypersonic th- uh 3900 miles per hour at, a, at, a, at that kind of a speed uh anyway the headline reads from beyond ufo buzzed united states nuclear bomber at as hypersonic 3900 mile per hour object moved like no known human aircraft now, before I, I'm just going to read some parts of this article. It's it's a pretty lengthy article, and I'll leave the link for you so you can check it out for yourself. But uh, I mean, this is another instance. I mean, among many instances, right, where you know our you know the, these objects show up and they show a, a, an interest in our in our nuclear capabilities, apparently, and uh, and then they take off. Um, and um and then this when this thing happened uh, you know you know it was denied like the the like project blue book looked into that and it was like oh, nothing to see here you know nothing happened but then when you know and then a guy investigated uh throughout the years talked to the people that were there that were involved in this incident and you know they told a different story basically what happened and, and this happened in 1968 by the way uh basically what happened was uh it wasn't just nothing to see here there was something to it but the government you know thought it best to cover it up but anyway let's uh, look at this let's look at a little bit of this article here 
It says, uh, a UFO buzzed a nuclear bomber close to a key missile base in a chilling encounter which saw the object reportedly moving at incredible speeds of up to 3,900 miles per hour. United States military documents and witness testimony show the mysterious object performing phenomenal maneuvers at incredible speeds as it was sighted by a crew aboard a B-52. And they actually have some drawings. Uh, there was people that some, drew some drawings here. You can see those drawings on here, too, on this uh, article. Well, so check out the link. Anyway, continuing, it says, The UFO was first sighted by crews on the ground before then being seen by the airmen who received orders to investigate on the specific orders of a United States Air Force general. It appeared to hit speeds which were beyond any known aircraft at the time and was detected on the aircraft's radar scope. Some members of the nuclear bomber crew made visual sightings of the object, describing it as like a miniature sun and a huge egg-shaped object that gave off a dull reddish color light like molten steel. And one airman described the UFO as being oval-shaped, red, and with a silver bumper-like appendage as he spotted the object beneath the B-52. It was described as being around the same size as a bomber by one of the crew at the base. I remember grabbing an axe just in case there were little green men or something, Robert O'Connor, one of the first witnesses, a United States Air Force maintenance technician, told researchers. He described the object, object as self-luminous and like a big ball of white light that appeared to change color and shape. The shape is reported to have hit speeds of 3,900 miles per hour, pace above Mach 5, meaning it was hypersonic. Now, just so you know, just this this event took place over Minot uh, Air Force Base, which also has a, a lot of uh, nuclear weapons stored there. Not only were there bombers flying out of there with nuclear weapons on them, but there are uh, there, there's also uh, a lot of weapons that are stored underground at this place. It played cat and mouse with the bomber, including at one point approaching at such a speed the crew thought it could crash into them. But as quickly as it appeared, it then vanished with the encounter being probed by the U.S. team of UFO investigators at the time, Project Blue Book. The official investigation dismissed the case as the airmen and ground crew simply being confused by the stars. However, the bizarre and eerie incident at Minot Air Force Base, North Dakota, occurred in the early hours of October 24th, 1968, and has been meticulously probed by researcher Thomas Tullian and his colleagues. Now, I just want to state that uh, the article makes a mistake throughout. It's actually, it's Minot Air Force Base, not Minor Air Force Base. So they, they're calling it Minor, but it's Minot. Okay, continuing. Mr. Tullian researched the historic UFO case as part of the oral uh, sign oral history project designed to preserve information about the encounters for study in the future and the project has uncovered reams of declassified ufo U united states documents as well as first-hand witnesses witness interviews with 14 of the bombers crew servicemen on the ground and officers from minot air force base mr tullian told the sun online that work took them 10 years to complete including building an extensive archive of all the data and research online it states here minot air force base was one of the homes of the united states minuteman nuclear missiles and b-52 nuclear bombers during the cold war it was one of the facilities which would have been would have seen warplanes scrambled scrambled to launch attacks on the soviet union within 10 minutes on the dawn of world war three and beneath the ground in the network were underground silos there that, that are believed to have been around 150 nukes and nuclear bomb uh nuclear bomber crews were on 24 7 standby ready to strike at all times now uh, if you read this article, you get the whole the whole gist of this. Uh, it, it gives you the explanation. There's actually pictures of the actual reports, uh, 
and I'm not going to read the whole thing. I think it's something you need to check out. It's a pretty lengthy article, but I'm going to go to the end of this, and I'll just read you a little bit that you know from the end here. It states here: Is the phenomena previously unknown technology used by the Russians and Chinese secret U.S. weapons projects, unknown natural occurrences, total totally misidentification of easily explainable natural phenomena, or known aircraft, or perhaps something more alien? The United States official stance now is that they do not know, and pressure is growing for more transparency on the topic, which is becoming increasingly mainstream. And that's the big point here, isn't it? The big point here is that uh, it is uh, becoming more mainstream, and, uh, you know, it's time that... uh, that the information comes out i mean look at this is something that happened in 1968 in october of 1968 i mean i was i was one month old back then uh and here i am in my 50s now and 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 you know we're we're still talking about cover-ups i mean that's why more that's why i believe you know this uh this nasa former nasa electrical engineer that i've been uh, talking to and uh, and a lot of other people are trying to raise the alarm that hey, you need to. Who cares what the what, what about the panic? I mean, what's more important, sa- saving humanity or the panic that the truth will cause? I, I just think that it's time that uh, we, we just come out with this. It's time to end it. It's time to end it. That's why you know the hell with the panic, the hell with it. Because you know, meanwhile, could we still have people out there running around trying to debunk this all the time, trying to come up with mundane explanations for for things that are you know, extraordinary that are unexplainable a lot of times. There's something here. There is something here. And uh, a lot of us know this. And uh, the rest of the world needs to be brought in it, into it. And, and particularly uh, the scientific community. It's time that, you know, science uh, right now is is somewhat divided, I would say. You know, who knows? What, there's probably a small percentage of the scientific community that accepts this, that that understands something very strange is going on. And then the rest of them, you know, you know they they don't even want to talk about it you know they're afraid it might you know they'll be stigmatized and uh, and there are people out there who are still uh you know propagating the 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 stigmatization um and in fact i'll get into that uh in a little bit here you know, I, I i yeah there's there's something else needs to be said about um the the theory that mick west was pushing recently about the uh puppets explaining uh, the extraterrestrial uh, encounter that a, a bunch of kids had at Ariel School in 1994. And we'll, we'll talk about that uh, when I come back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, we're back. Um, just recently, uh, in my last podcast, I talked about uh, Mick West was pushing a theory um, with regards to uh, the Ariel School incident of September 1994, and uh, and he uh, was trying. Basically, he he based his he was basically presenting a theory that was uh, presented by uh, 
somebody else from the United Kingdom, uh, Gideon Reed, who who posted on his blog recently uh, in, the, in this past summer that uh, that uh, one of the explanations could be that what those kids saw back in 1994 were 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 just uh, puppets from a traveling puppet show, and Mick West West actually put that on Twitter as a possible. Uh, explanation for it basically i believe what he did he put it on there i mean i think he he knows it's ridiculous actually he actually admitted it's silly but uh i think he put it on there to try in an an effort to make people who uh believe in the extraterrestrial reality look silly that's 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 why he did that i mean that's you know I, i think it's apparent i mean in fact in this past year i talked about how um you know, he was actually asking on on Twitter uh, for you know, information about the aerial school uh, UFO incident from 1994. He wanted to get some more information on it, and apparently, he wanted to try to take you know, try to debunk it. Uh, so, but then then what happened here is that instead of him debunking it, this person from the UK, Gideon Reed, uh, came up with his own theory and presented it in a, in a lengthy blog post on his on his uh, blog site. I'll leave the link for that. Uh, in my in the description so you can see it and uh he left that uh uh he saw that mick west saw that that this guy actually uh gideon actually contacted uh gary or excuse me contacted uh mick and uh said you know could you could you retweet this you know could you retweet my my blog and actually i just want to before we even continue here i i received uh some uh comments from uh, from Mr. Reed uh, yesterday, and it was with regard to my my previous podcast, and also uh, uh, he was he 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 didn't think I got it everything right. What I said, he he wrote, he said, "You have to separate my blog from your comments about Mick West." I asked him if he considered retweeting my blog, and he did, along with his own question about the plausibility scale. That's about it, and I I didn't understand what he was what he meant by this. Uh, so he responded. I, I I thought he was asking me a question. I don't know. He says I didn't ask a question. I'm I'm stating that I think your commentary and your video description aren't correct. Mick West is not proposing anything in my blog, but simply shared it. He said, "What he wants me to clarify is this." I said, "He wrote, I think you just need to clarify that you understand that it was shared as a plausible explanation, not as something Miss Mick West is proposing. He's called he's called it silly. It might well be, but it could also have some truth to it. It's a hypothesis, not government disinformation." So I just want to point something out now. I, this is just a little bit of semantics here. Yeah, Mick West was proposing it on his site. I mean, he put it out there. Yes, it was Mister Reed's idea right it's his his hypothesis and he asked mick west to put it out there and mick west did it he, he had no problem obliging to it and mick west knew and he knew exactly what this was going to cause in fact it caused uh, a lot actually uh dr gary nolan um actually ended up blocking uh mick west on twitter over this and i'll, I'll tell you why now recently uh nolan was uh did an interview with uh Tucker Carlson and I did talk about that in a different podcast recently. But he during this interview he 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 brought up uh, this one case, a very strange case that happened in France, where uh, there was a family, a French family in France, driving down a highway and they were looking through the roof of the vehicle they were in, and there was some kind of weird UFO you know, hovering above their above the above the highway, over the over their car. And and they're looking around, and nobody else on the highway seemed to notice this. And uh, one of them, people of the family, took a picture, 
And when they developed, looked at the picture, it wasn't what they saw. Instead, it was some kind of a weird star-shaped craft. And uh, and and Gary Nolan thought this was very strange, and uh, you know he thinks it deserves further research. But anyway, he actually brought that up during his re- when when Gary Nolan saw Mick West's tweet about this uh, puppet theory. Um, he wrote, Mick, you reached out to me and asked for help getting Jacques' photo of the star-shaped craft taken by the children in France. In good faith, I said I would get it for you. I retract the offer because this kind of ridiculous blather insults the intelligence of anyone. And then he continued with a, a follow-up tweet. You say puppets are more likely an explanation. Any scientist would not make a call on likelihood. I won't help you get the raw material to come up with something even more stupid for the photo. Stop debasing the conversation. Elevate yourself. End. And then apparently at some point after that, he uh, he uh, he blocked them. And after he blocked them... Uh, Mick West uh, responded saying, I'm, I'm a bit bemused at this. I'd, I'd asked, I ad, I'd asked Nolan if this, was, if this one UFO photo could be publicly released so its analysis could be crowdsourced. He agreed, but since I tried to make a point that multiple hypotheses should be considered in an unrelated case, then he changed his mind. No, no, I know exactly why he changed his mind. Is because you're trying to ridicule the UFO community by, by putting out this puppet theory. By advancing the puppet theory, by make you know, you have a large platform, Mick, and you put out this puppet theory, which is absolutely preposterous. Preposterous. I mean, you're trying to make it sound. What you're basically making it sound like is like you think that the alien hypothesis, the extraterrestrial hypothesis, is so absurd, so so ridiculous that uh, that this whole puppet theory is uh, that that could explain it too, which is absolutely absurd, totally ridiculous. In fact, I I really can't wait to hear some of the aerial witnesses' response to this. It's going to be interesting, you know. Uh, but this was, I think this was a deliberate attempt on Mick's behalf, even though, yeah, he was posting this on behalf of Gideon Reed, who Gideon uh, apparently thinks that this is a, uh, you know, a, a, you know a, a reasonable hypothesis. I, I don't see that at all, but that's what he thinks. And I'm sure, I'm, I'm not sure what, where Mr. Reed stands on with uh, uh, the whole alien hypothesis uh, itself. Uh, but I'm assuming that he doesn't believe in it, like a lot of people who uh, who follow Mick West don't believe in it and don't want to accept it. But uh, I think that Mick West was trying to make the uh, uh, the people in the UFO com- uh, community look foolish by posting this because that's an abs- like that that the whole puppet thing is absurd. It's absurd. Now, what happened in 1994? There was you know these you know these school children were out in a little playground. Uh, during a recess at 10:30 in the morning, where they, you know, they saw these bright lights beyond the schoolyard, extremely bright lights, and they went up to it. And, and some of these kids were very close, very close to this whole incident. And there were, uh, you know, extraterrestrial. There was one extraterrestrial that was communicating with with several of the children. Some of these some of these kids. There were over 60 kids there, and there was a, a big UFO, a flying saucer that was landed right there. And there was another extraterrestrial running around, like doing weird things, and uh, and th- these this being that was communicating somehow with the children did so telepathically and was putting messages into their minds about uh, about how technology could be destructive and and things like that, and you know, and and then the the thing left and flew away. The kids told the told the uh, the teachers, and but by the time the teachers came out, there was no, and there was nothing there. 
uh, and but the but there was an inve- subsequent investigation. There were some UFO researchers that went out there, and uh, uh, the late John Mackey, he was one of the people that went out there and inter- interviewed all these kids. Uh, there were marks found in the ground where, where one of these craft had apparently landed. Uh, it left impressions in the ground. Um, I mean, there was there was puppets, and so, so Mick's trying to say that it's a traveling puppet show, right? It, you know, that's more that to him, that's just as plausible. You know, that's what Mick's trying to do. He's trying to say, oh, that's just as plausible, a traveling puppet show, just as plausible as uh, as the UFO, as extraterrestrials visiting. Because as, as far as he's concerned, the idea of extraterrestrials coming here is insane. Apparently, that's what he thinks. I, I don't know, because I, why else would you put that out there? You know, I can't get into his mind. But I'm just going to say that I think that that's, you know, he he knows this, right? He knows this. And he knew, it was, he, he knew there was going to be a response to this. I mean, because let's think about this, okay? All these kids, and now they're all grown up, and they're all still still, still telling the same story, right? There's, this wasn't mass hysteria. This wasn't uh, uh, some conspiracy that these kids came up with, you know, when, you know, the, uh, third, fourth, and fifth graders came up with and then have have, have maintained it for, for almost 30 years. Now, that so you might as well just forget about that. So there is no explanation other than extraterrestrial. In fact, I, as far as I'm concerned, this is the one of the best, this is probably the best evidence out there. You have this many witnesses and their children and they're all telling the same story it, it just can't be denied you know it can't be denied if it was a bunch of adults i mean you know it'd be a little bit more questionable then but the fact that they were kids they were kids at the time that saw this and talked about it at the time it just it's it's undeniable it's undeniable undeniable right and so they don't have any explanation for it and mick saw this one as an opportunity he saw that 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 hypothesis that uh uh, Gideon Reed had uh, had had written up and and he's like oh ho, ho, ho. and he published that and put that theory out actually had a poll going and everything else right and let's think let's again let's talk about the theory I mean it's absolutely it's absurd I mean there's a big flying saucer a big object laying there saying it's a, a traveling puppet show again that's again this is this was a shot by Mick West at the UFO community that's what it was it was a puck in the puck in the eye it's like check take this I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stigmatize you guys again pop that's what he was trying trying to do trying to do but absolutely it, you know i could see right through it a lot of people see right through it and guess what gary nolan sees right through it too that's why he's like you know what i'm not going to deal with you if you're going to start if you're going to act like this about this well hey guess what you know forget about it then forget about it so i understand i understand exactly why uh uh gary nolan blocked him and and said hey you know what uh I'm not going to share any information with you. You're not taking this seriously. You're trying to turn it into a joke. You're trying to take a shot at the UFO community and make it look silly, right? Comparing uh, the the hypothesis that it's extraterrestrial with the with this puppet show, traveling puppet show hypothesis, which is absolutely you know absurd on its face. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know why you're bemused, Mick. I don't know why. Uh, I mean, you, I think you would have saw this coming. Anyway. Okay, moving on. The debunkers are in for a big surprise. Big surprise. I'm telling you. You know, I don't know. There, uh, I'm sure a lot of people are aware of uh, uh, Noah's Ark, the story in the Holy Bible in the Old Testament. Uh, you know, Noah built this big ark. And, uh, you know, God told him, hey, you know, you got to build this ark because they destroyed. Uh, I, I, I de- determined it's time to, 
you know, I need to start over here because there's just too many bad people around, you know. So I want you to build this giant ark and, uh, you know, I want you to get uh, uh, male and female of every animal out there, you know, put the, make it big enough so they could fit in, the, fit in this ark. Uh, and uh, all the birds, you know, everything, you know. Uh, you know, everyone's aware of this story, of course. And of course, his wife and his his, his sons and, and his sons' wives, you know, they're all going to be saved. So they're building this ark, right? Now, there was actually a movie made uh, in the '60s, a uh, movie from 1966 called "The Bible in the Beginning." It was made, but it was directed and uh, uh, by John Huston, a famous director, uh, well known for movies like "The Maltese Falcon," uh, "Treasure of Sierra Madre." Uh, the African Queen, Moby Dick, um, and the movie was basically pretty faithful to the to the Bible, and they 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 depicted the Noah's Ark scene. And actually, the, in this movie, John Huston he didn't not only direct it, he actually starred in it, he narrated it, um, and uh, he played Noah. And uh, in the one scene, you know, after they started building the ark, and they're in the early process of, of building this ark, all the heathens uh, from 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 the land that they lived in uh, showed up, you know, hundreds of them. They're all standing around laughing at them, thinking that they're fools, right? You know, and, uh, you know, then, of course, uh, after the ark is built uh, and all the animals are, are brought inside and and then are, and the family, Noah and his family is all tucked inside, all of a sudden it starts raining and it keeps raining. It doesn't stop raining. And then all the heathens are out there screaming and moaning and then you don't hear them anymore. In a way, that's what's going to happen here with the UFO debunkers. That's what's going to happen here. You hear them. You hear them now, laughing, chuckling it up. They don't. They don't accept the data. The people like Mick West, Keith Clore, Ross Pomeroy. There's a whole list of them out there. Uh, you know, have been talking against this. They don't. The, the difference between the UFO situation and Noah's ark story right is the fact that uh the heathens they didn't even they didn't even there was no evidence that they didn't know they were being bad they were evil right apparently or god didn't wouldn't 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 have had to destroy them right that and but other than that there was nothing the that they were that they saw that would were, would tell them hey there's this rainstorm coming and it's gonna wipe everything out including you right so that's in this case in the UFO uh, uh, phenomenon, there is evidence, all kinds of evidence. There's all kinds of different sorts of evidence. The, the, the you know, the, there's the, the, uh, uh, the things that the, you know, that people, the, the objects that are inserted into people, the uh, implants. You know, there's the, there's the marks that these things leave on the ground. The, the, the charred uh, uh, grass, uh, soil being basically. Uh, you can't grow things on it after they leave. Sometimes this is just some of this proof, right? There's the all the film evidence that's been that's compiled over the years, video evidence that's been you know photographs, all sorts of evidence, right? You have the you know the uh, the different reports from the military, and now the military is actually admitting this, you know, that, that there's things out there they can't understand. Uh, they're not saying it's extraterrestrial, and that's you know they're not going to, not yet anyway. Uh, at some point, they might not have a choice, but regard regardless, right? These debunkers are just complete. They, they they they're disregarding all this evidence. It's it's right here. They're not looking at it. They're not doing the research. Obviously, if they did, they wouldn't be talking the way they they do. 
I mean, I can't see how someone could research this and walk away thinking there's nothing to it. There's no way you could do that. And I, and I, as you know, because of my own personal experiences, you know, you know, I saw one of these craft up close. I know it's real, right? I know it's real. So I know that there these debunkers are wrong. I know that they're wrong, right? I mean, that's the funniest part about it. So with all of that in mind, where, where we're heading here, these debunkers at some point, I mean, it's it's going to be bad for them. It's going to be bad. I mean, at some point, it's going to there's something that's going to happen, or you know, I don't know how it's going to work out, right? But it's going to become undeniable. It's and and you know, just like those heathens in in in, in the Noah story, they're, they're not going to be they're they're not going to hear from them anymore. You know, they're, they're going to keep quiet. They're going to disappear into the shadows, basically. And uh, they're not gonna. Uh, they're, they're not gonna be able to say anything anymore. Basically, their 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 whole, the whole, uh, uh, their everything that they're they've been pushing throughout the years is gonna look totally ridiculous when they when you know people like in the future, right? There's gonna be at some point in the fu- long future, for instance, you know, where people are gonna look back on this and they're gonna look at look at these guys what they were saying, you know, like Mick West and these people, these people fighting fighting against it, you know, trying to come up with the. Uh, most ridiculous absurd theories a lot of times i mean uh, pushing the puppet theory for instance with regard to the aerial school incident i mean people are going to look back on this and they it's not going to they're not going to look back you know and think that these people were smart you know they're going to look at them just as we look back on flat earthers people who used to think that the earth was flat like when i think about people that think that the earth was flat back in you know centuries ago even though there was other people trying to tell them no 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 no, no it's round i mean to me they these people were fools obviously so the table's turning here right they're they're still fighting against it instead of coming on board right they're not doing that they're fighting against it and and, and they're going to be in for a big surprise a big surprise right once the once the truth is unveiled to them and it becomes undeniable anymore what what are they going to do you know what are they going to do <laughs>